podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Travel Bet Podcast for Saturday the 27th of June 2020. I'm your host John Walker and with me as always is Andy Vaughan. Good afternoon John. And Godo. Hello. Think that's any better? Um, I'd be pretty standard to what we Gary, Gary, the producer, is is nominating, is putting forward that I don't introduce it with enough charisma. I don't. I think he wants like a game host. I'm not Shane Ritchie, right? Um, hello and welcome to the Travel <laughs> Podcast. It's never going to be like that. Oh, that's going to be some serious <laughs> clipping for the people listening to that to start with. <laughs> yeah, no, it's standard. No, what to expect. The three of us are here off the back of another good week. Oh, the good street and. Excellent week, like I love. So, for anyone, like we need to maybe just share a picture of how I monitor this just on a spreadsheet. It just gets green or red. You're in or out. And since we have returned without any form table being able to go on for the previous three months, we seem to have been hitting so much green. It's unbelievable. I've not missed a banker. Like I know that yeah. sounds obvious. Like if you're calling one of your sections a banker, you shouldn't. But still gambling. Mm-hmm. Like I'm hitting, I'm a hundred percent on my bankers just now, midweek and full episode. Delighted now. It is going very well. I had a big banker at the weekend. That's a banker at odds of four or six. What you... Andy? Uh, yeah, kickers versus Kim, sir. And they won three 0 It's comfortable, nice and easy. Four to six. Superb. Four to six is one of the biggest bankers I think we've had up. It must be. Yeah, it's a big. That's yeah. big for a banker. Like I, I just. Couldn't see any other outcome in that game and didn't know why they were that high. Yeah. Oh, no, it might not be. It'll be the biggest one we've hit. Did you not have one before in Japan that moved overnight to like four and a half to one? <laughs> You're right. I, was like, I can't get odds yet. Oh, shit. They're actually five to one. The team's all out with a virus or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, like happened midweek this week. Yeah, who was it that highlighted that? Jason uh, Scott. It was that's Jason right. Scott. So that was the game in. So that was uh, Sochi versus Rostov. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Rostov giving it the old fuck you, bring it. <laughs> like this game's gonna end. The, they did not take the lead. They did. Chris they Kelly as well come back and said he backed them and he was like fucking should have cashed out at one 0 They lost ten so, one. It finished ten one and the keeper that let in ten goals was the man in the match. <laughs> Cause he made fifteen saves, including a penalty save. Like his goal just got battered and he's 15 and he's 15 years old yeah oh, the goal so, was 15. Like, yeah but the whole team it was an under 17 team i know but i didn't realize like what like that could have been 17 year olds which doesn't make me doesn't make it that impressive to me oh, a 15 year old kid just right, playing so i'm gonna google his name because he deserves to an actual shout out of yeah, course that is unbelievable but that was recognized and he got man in the match for it in a game he lost 10-1 <laughs> so you might just getting the goal battered by like a professional football team. You're the under. You're, you're 15 years old. That must be so hard. Denis Popov. The week is amazing, though. What's his name? Sorry, John. Denis Popov. Denis Popov. Well played. Well played. You are Trample well. Bet's first man of the match. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, you never concede ten goals again. again. Did anyone have over 10.5 goals? <laughs> So in eight point five. So luckily, and we said this on the podcast last week. So usually, John, I back all the bankers as a treble, uh, and then all the values, depending on odds, as a treble, and then the outsiders as a tricksy. 
But last week, I only banked your. I only I only banked yours and my banker as a double, because I just hated Gordon's one so much. So and it was, and, I, it was and dreadful. usually and usually I I always just go with the treble. I, I just do it because you know it's you know we're all staking our opinions out there and we'll see. But Gordon, I just couldn't. I just couldn't see why that was a good idea. Actually, having wait, I'd watched the full game and then. Uh, yeah, it was exactly as you said. It's like we don't have the fitness to do that press for. No, no it was awful. Like, the game was, was actually it was dreadful, terrible. Wasn't a good watch. So that's Liverpool um, against Everton, and it, it, mm-hmm. it wasn't. It just ended nil nil. It was pretty, pretty poor match. Yeah, but you made up for it elsewhere, certainly. Yes, yeah, so my, my banker quickly was a goal in the second half for Tottenham. Man, you. Fernandez, man, you were much better side. The goal was going. I think you'd messaged me, Andy, but I hadn't seen it until after the game. I felt like the goal was always going to come. Like I, I did feel like Man you were going to get a goal. Took a penalty for it to happen. But At My value for last week then, to move on to things that actually won for me, was um, Paderborn versus Munch and Gladbach, and both teams to score. And Paderborn have continued their... Well, I mean, they, they won't be continuing their stint in the fucking Premier League, the Bundesliga <laughs> much longer. However, they uh, since they're rock bottom, but they've scored every week at home since November, and they continued that by losing 3-1 to Munch and Gladbach. <laughs> Yep, and good shout. Two to three. So. I had Schweig, uh to beat Munster, which they obliged and did at odds of five to seven with a 1-0 win. So another value in. And my value did not come in this week. It was Bournemouth versus Crystal Palace. I had pointed out that these two teams were the highest scoring in the last 25 minutes of games and the second half in general. But Crystal Palace ruined that by scoring their first goal in the opening 15 minutes of a game this season and following up with only scoring their twice in the first half for the second time this season so it was just an anomaly the game was dead by half time Palace were always in control of the game they didn't have to do anything even at 2-0 Bournemouth were too scared to really press because they knew they still had Townsend to come on Zaha on Ayu on Benteke on they just Crystal Palace are really fucking see for anyone in the bottom half of the table Crystal Palace are a really tricky side to go down to because Zaha Ayu and Townsend on the break are phenomenal. And like even like some of and Milovic, they've got excellent midfielders as well. Like they're a really good side. Yeah. Like they're Roy Hodgson has just pure repaired all the damage that like his Liverpool and England stint done just by going, Oh no, I'm very capable of building because Palace can still make Europa League. Yeah, and, and Palace are one of these teams that like, you know, if they have early two thousand Spurs kind of where or or, or, or late two thousand Spurs where they should be challenging for, like, Champions League isn't, you know, a good run doesn't see them doing too badly against teams that are playing in the Champions League, can it? And, I mean, and they rolled us over a couple of years ago for that, the, when we fucked the league again. Like, that was that, you know. Well, it's years, it's, it's years up next, Gordo. Maybe. I know. I hate playing Crystal Palace. I hate playing Crystal Palace. Did you see the advert for Sky? Like, if somebody was showing that it's not just terrible Scottish biasness by Sky when they're promoting games. It was like no. It was just showing Liverpool goals, like in pure like blood screen. You could see all the images of like Ken Douglas, John Barnes, Robbie Fowler, Stephen mm-hmm. Gerrard, and then it just came up at the side: Liverpool versus Crystal Palace. Like, <laughs> what? That was no. That was just the Liverpool documentary you advertised there. Aye. So folks, oh, like, it's not just old fun bias. By the way, they do it in England as well. They just don't give a shit about anyone. Lower no, than <laughs> they're just trying. They're trying to promote their product. Yeah. Uh, outsiders. 
No, I'm not. I'm no. Um, I thought you did your values. Your I, I'm values sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, yeah, but, oh my god. Why would I not have wanted to give this the big up? Because my outsider was fucking tremendous as well. Um, uh, so I'll start with my terrible one then, and then you can roll into your one. Actually, it wasn't t- terrible. Familiar Cal versus Braga, eleven to four. I was definitely on the right side of that. Yeah, it was an, a nil-nil draw. Um, not a bad bet. Nothing happened. Nothing, nothing happened. It was. It was one of the dullest games. I think maybe in Portuguese history. Uh, <laughs> I think there was like four shots on target the whole game. Um, Familiar Cal are, are clearly a very good defence, and Braga can't score. So um, yeah, nil-nil. Um, Friday, I was get. I was happy with the price of that, but. Close you can get without actually doing it, isn't it? My outsider was in La Liga. It's Espanol versus Levante. It was the early kickoff on Saturday. Levante away were thirteen to five, so almost three to one. I really fancied them. Espanol are the worst home team with the way home form's going just now. Levante won each at half time. They'd taken the lead actually. It went two one on seventy five and then three one on eighty. So it was in. It was. It ended up being as simple as it was. But when I looked at it at half time, I was out of her walk. Looked at it at half time when I finally got signal. And it was one each, but Levante had had like seventy-eight percent possession away from home. I was like, they are absolutely battering them. There's, there's yeah. no way. Else, but like seeing games like this, like if you're already getting dominated in the first half, you're not likely to overturn that in the second half with players being tired. Even with your five subs, it's not going to happen. And the Euron kept changing odds. My, mine, people must have known how confident I was in this because the odds just dropped every single day in the run up to this game. So I think when I tipped it was 12 to 5. Because um, I get, yeah, because on the last week's podcast, I gave the option of I've got two outsiders, which one do I put in the charity, which one mm-hmm. do I put here? Um, North Zealand away at Alberg were, were 12 to 5. I think they went off at 11 to 8 by the time that kicked off. It's the most comfortable outsider I've ever picked. They won 4 0. It's the most comfortable back. outsider we've had. Yeah, four four nil after an hour. Everything about the game was just Norgeland. Twenty one attempts at goal in that game. Like they were, they absolutely bossed the entire ninety minutes and won comfortably. So, for a twelve to five pick, delighted. We've joked about this, right? We are by no means a big podcast, right? We have a good listenership, right? Good consistent listenership. See if we do a podcast on a Thursday, Friday that comes out. And we had maybe five or six people backing a Danish mid-table clash. That could easily be enough to affect odds in the UK. Like, if, say, 100 people join in, nobody's betting in those leagues. Like, if you're yeah. getting 500 quid through on Norseland at 21, you're maybe going to go, what the fuck's happening here? <laughs> like, like why, why have we got this? Why are we getting so many bets through from the Danish mid-table for an away team that only favourites? Like, like yeah. I mean, that's all that happened with Rostov initially, right? People were betting, and they went, oh, fuck, they've got people out. Yeah, yeah, totally. I just, <laughs> I, I, I don't understand why New Zealand, maybe they don't follow the league as closely as I do, but holy hell, they've been the form team for the last six months against a very average Alborg. Like, 4-0 was not surprising to me. And as good as it was, unfortunately, by the way, we chose Andy. You gave us the option which one to put in the charity and which one not. We could have got the charity up, had we? Reverse that round. I think in the charity bets, we've got two out of three the last three weeks running, and there's been a different one of each of us each week. Because yeah, <laughs> it was Gordon, then John, then me. <laughs> so we'll get my bad shout out of the way. I, I took Union Berlin um, away at Hoffenheim just because Hoffenheim haven't been up to much. I wouldn't have taken this pick if we'd recorded the podcast on yeah. Thursday because yeah. Union Berlin beat Paderborn midweek, and that basically ensured their safety. 
in the league and meant this game didn't matter anymore to them. Aye, Rostov's keeper could have got a game played in yeah. this one. <laughs> That's it. And you get me. So hopefully people maybe saw that and went, right, because we did mention there were mid- midweek fixtures between when we recorded and, and when yeah. this would happen. In Berlin's one was very winnable. So they won against Paderborn and just got rolled over against Hoffenheim. But your two picks were excellent. Yeah, I'd bet uh, against Jena, yeah. just because yes, I had to. Yes, uh, Victoria Kuhn, uh, 5-4, to four, they were away. They won 3-2, they were 3-1 up, we have about 20 minutes to go. It was very comfortable. Jena are just absolutely rotten, man. They are so, so bad. And I had Wolfsburg away to Schalke. Schalke have been dreadful. Truly dreadful. Yeah, they're actually coming. shite, right? They yeah. were shite. Four, four to six. So that was that for a, an away team. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite a short price. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, so that, that was it. So uh, two, two for four for, for me on that, uh, with Liverpool really being the big letdown for a, a mega week. Um, three out of four for me, my value missed. Yep, three out of four for me. So missed the charity, which equated to two out of three in all categories across the board. Nice, so well, nice. well done, guys. Let's let's hope we get another week like that. Yeah, let's continue on to this week's picks. Then I'll go first. So this is. For the weekend of Saturday, 27th of June, 2020, my banker is Dortmund versus Hoffenheim. Goal in the first half is 2-9. to nine. Neither of those teams have much to play for. I think it's just a massive fuck you. Just go and do what you want. I reckon there'll be changes in the teams, but I reckon there'll be a lot more of those football. There'll be attacking football. Like I said with the Mainz pick last week, midweek, all Dortmund's first half since returning have had a goal. Um, Hoffenheim are conceding goals at an astronomical rate just now. Um, I just can't see this not being goals and I cannot see there being a goal early on. I, I ju- it just has to be. There needs to be a goal early on. And 2-9 to nine is very good. But we have spoken before. I'm taking screenshots of these odds because they do change fucking rapidly when it's stuff like this. So you're yes. betting on any goal in the first half. It's currently 2-9 to nine for my banker. I can't I mean, wait for it to I've got a screenshot of proof, right? But I do not know what it'll be in like three days. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't even tell you the odds on my banker yet because the fixtures are happening so quick and so fast especially in lower leagues um, there's a game in between when we record and when these games happen so it's Bayern 2 away at Carlsberg Siena uh, Bayern are top of that league just now on 58 points but there's a team on the Braunschweig also on 58 and there's two teams on 57 so it's really tight points matter at the top of the league Yen are marooned at the bottom. They've got nothing to play for. You've just said, John, they're absolutely terrible. So bad. There's no way Bayern 2 do not win this game. So I can't give you odds on it just now. Um, they're playing away from home at Carl Zeiss Yena. It's a, it's a banker bet. They should just be on every coup. They'll win. I like the con- conviction there. John, I'm going to take something you said in the midweek uh, podcast about uh, Espanyol being the worst home team in the league. And I've taken Real Madrid away at Espanyol. This is the best away team versus the worst home team. 11 <laughs> points all season at home. Uh, Espanyol have picked up. Uh, Madrid have returned well. Three out of three. Espanyol have won one, drawn one, lost one. Unsurprisingly, their loss came at home. Um, Barca have slipped a bit. So Barca gave them a bit of leeway now. They're both on the same points. They need to capitalise. One to two, banker. It's a really solid bet. I don't, I don't see how that doesn't come in. It's ironic. You've seen Real Madrid; they're actually technically playing all their games away from home. Yeah, like all of them. Like they're playing on their academy stadium mm-hmm. outside. Like I only just noticed that. So I was watching the game against 
maybe Valencia. What was the game? They won three 0 there. Uh, let's have a look. The game they won three 0 was against Valencia. Yes, at home. Yeah. And I was watching it going. It's really weird. The burnabout for this camera angle, we all like just the banners up looks really really odd. And then it wasn't until about fifteen minutes in, it was like a view of the goalie taking a goal kick from behind. And mm-hmm. it was just this small one tiered stadium. And I was like, ah. Oh, they're not playing at the Bernabeu because they went, why the fuck would I ruin my stadium if it's not going to make any difference? Yeah, totally. Like, I don't need people in. Have you seen that Hamden are talking about like trying to get people to use their stadium when football comes back for the likes of, say, like a Dundee United or a Hearts, Motherwell, anyone that would want it because like, if Dundee United were to fill like a 15,000 stadium, they kind of get everyone in. But if they played their game at Hamden, they could get all their fans in. And they could have it distanced. That was like the ah. selling point was you could get it. You wouldn't like those clubs wouldn't have to lose gate important gate money. By yeah, but go somewhere else. Dundee's quite far away from Glasgow. Yeah, as, well, as, as someone that does that journey the other way every week <laughs> to get Dundee, that should oh, be imagine, the best thing ever for you. For me, considering I live in walk within walking distance of Hamden, that yeah. would be uh, that'd be wonderful. Because I think Murrayfield were considering ha- doing the same for Hearts and Hibs as well. And like saying, well, there you go. Like We could play games here if you wanted all your fans in and have it distanced so they could get the games. I was kind of going, it's like that, that's actually a, a decent idea rather than having it. Just empty stadiums going, no. Nah. Like, I actually does make it much more sensible. Why, why wouldn't we have some form of crowd in? Mm-hmm. 25, 20, 25 quid for me to get my cardboard cut out at Tannadice. For the beginning, no, is that, are they already organised that season ticket holders? Twenty five bucks. Oh, I, I, yeah, no, I suppose like this. I seen um, I seen a uh, a Blackburn fan actually tweet about Charlie McGrew. Like he happened to be like sat next Charlie McGrew. I He was like fucking somebody was just sat next to him. <laughs> so yeah, so I'll, I'll obviously be doing that for the Dundee Right game. If any listener wants to do it as well, just go on Dundee Right's website. Get yourself get yourself to Tannadice virtually. And I've totally, um, I've totally bailed. I've totally got. I've totally renewed a season ticket because I, I knew I would. Because the closer it was getting to it, I, I couldn't not. It was yeah. it really annoyed me to that point. And I knew, I knew I was never. I think I even said at the time, I knew I was never really not going to get a season ticket, right? But I'm annoyed that I did, and I'm still annoyed that I have. I'm annoyed that I've now signed it and went. I cool. Old habits die, John. Ah, you know, it's always going to happen. I'm just hoping. Habit. I'm just hoping that, like, I think Italy have said that they, they've not seen any trace of the virus anymore in their country. Um, I think Germany had a couple of cases crop up, but they've kind of reopened, so they're, like, kind of going with a couple. So I know the R rate's so high, but it's only based in the last few days. I'm hoping that it's just been, that it's actually escalated quicker, where they're going, no, I think we're actually over the, the very worst part now, and we don't really see where the second spike until way later could come. And I'm, 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 I'm hoping it's a quick turnaround than at the stadium now. I, I think I've kidding myself on it to be like, nah, nah, that's it now. It's going to be, stadiums are going to be quickly filled. What do you need to do? A few tests, a few tests of like a quarter of a stadium to go, right, this is doable. Or am I, am I now being just hopeful because I've splashed out 700 quid? <laughs> I, think, I think so. However, <laughs> I, like I think you're being hopeful because I'm on the other side. I'm on, I'm on the side of... I've, I've already written the money off that I won't be seeing any games. So any games I get to see in person is a bonus for me now. Um, but yeah, let's recap the bankers. So it's uh, Bayern two away at Jena. Um, I had Espa- I had Madrid away at Espanyol. 
Dortmund Hoffenheim goal in the first half. Now, speaking of season tickets, what are the values, John? Yeah, I've done two. I've basically done two outsiders here. I've not really taken a value, but I will explain because the term still exists. Wolfsburg versus Bayern. Wolfsburg need to win to try and secure a Europa League spot. That has to happen. Bayern have a cup final a week after against Leverkusen. Bayern have won the league. Bayern have mm. nothing to gain from playing this game. They have nothing to gain from putting out a full-strength side. As it stands, Wolfsburg are 3-1 to one to win at home. I see no reason why they're not going to roll over Bayern here. Bayern are going to have to use their squad. Now, don't get me wrong, that involves Kingsley Coman coming into the team. Aye, it involves, it involves, it involves Martinez. <laughs> Aye, but I would not be surprised if Bayern were to rest all 11 key players for this game. Because if they got sent off for some reason, they missed the final. There's no, it's not if they get injured, they miss a final. There's no, there's no worthy risk here for them to do this. They've won the league. They will finish top. They have a cup final a week later against Leverkusen. They're a very good side. It's not worth it. And Wolfsburg have the motivation of needing to win this game. So three to one, Wolfsburg at home to Bayern Munich, who have nothing to play for. I looked at that as well. I, I, I didn't feature, but that was one of the things I was like, oh, that's 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 quite interesting. Um, I think it's the word. Tasty. It's tasty. Tasty. Spicy. Spicy. Uh, my value is Saturday at 1pm. I presume it's going to be value. Uh, again, it's the Drissa Liga, so the odds aren't out yet. So have a look for this. Braunschweig away at Zwickau. Uh, Zwickau are not very good. Uh, their last two games have been a 3-0 loss at home to Ingolstadt and a 1-0 loss away at Grosipak. Now, I don't really rate either of those two teams. <laughs> <laughs> Braunschweig have been incredibly good been, I've been picking them consistently midweek and weekend they've been very good they're good away from home performers the whole stats just now say um, that's where you should be looking they need points they've managed to get themselves into a title race uh, so depending on what goes on midweek they'll, st- they'll still be in it regardless of what goes on midweek is, is the point because uh, they're joint top with Bayern 2 on 58 points um, Zwickau are in the relegation zone just now and they're not going the right way. So I think you'll get Braunschweig at a decent value here. I think they'll probably be odds on. But and if you're getting anything around four to six or better. And it's exactly that, what I just wrote in the spreadsheet. I've got one to four for your banker, and I think I've got four to six for this. It makes yeah. that, those odds kind of sound sensible to me. Knowing the leagues, that's what I expect the odds to be around. Uh, and if you're getting anywhere around four to six for Braunschweig there, I think that's a great pick. Yeah, I, I, I do. I like, like, there's been few teams in. It just happens to be ones that using Gordo have picked out in Germany. There's been teams who have just been consistent since the return, but they've just been really consistent. I don't see yeah. how you couldn't back teams like that, especially if the odds are decent. But I would again view it like I think if they pump a team midweek, the odds might change slightly. But who knows? Well, that uh, that brings me on really nicely to Stuttgart versus Darmstadt because they're another team who are exactly the same position. Stuttgart have handed out two doings in the last two <laughs> weeks. They won 5-1 and 6-0 in the last two games. They struggled the, coming back out of lockdown. They had a 0-0 draw in there. A very frustrating one that I think one of us had backed as well. Um, but they've came back. They're playing against uh, Darmstadt. Darmstadt aren't a bad team. They're in fifth position, 49 points, but Stuttgart are the form team since the, the, they've came back. Get 10 points from the last five. Darmstadt have got seven. However, I just think Stuttgart are a better team than Darmstadt. And I think for the price of three, um, sorry, at the price of three to five, I'm quite happy to take Stuttgart. It's a low-priced value bet for me. It's a low-priced value bet, but hey. 
but I, the winner I, I is think it is value. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I mean, Stuttgart at home have they've they've played at home sixteen games and they've got thirty eight points. They they excel at home, and if you look at Darmstadt's away record, they lost to Armenia Bielefeld, they lost to Jan Regensburg, they lost to Karlsruhe, they beat AUE, um, or oh, I, I, I never. Um, Stuttgart uh, versus Darmstadt. The last two times has been played has been two 0 and two one. Um, unfortunately, those were a couple of years back against. So there was no historical hoodoo or anything in there. Three to five. I think they fit the category of Bayern two and Braunschweig. So three to five. I think you hit the nail on the head a bit with the the doings goal. Though I think you can yeah. add the point five goals in that game as well. Ooh. I think that'll probably get you closer to. Um, over evens with that actually, yeah. um, I, I can't see the objects they're playing midweek. So I, I know that's that's the only problem, and it, that's quite good because it's the Bundesliga two. I can get the the odds that for the, the game, but the not game, the more, yeah. kind of fine uh, the more small stuff. Um, my outsider is a draw, so it's thirteen to five. Union Berlin versus Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf have drawn four out of their seven games since returning. Union's record has played six. One two lost two drawn two. Um, I think it's got to draw in over. Union are safe. Dusseldorf, I don't think can do much. I, I just think it's a nothing game, and I think the draw, just based on how the results have been going, is a really really good bet. Um, I wouldn't put a score on it. I wouldn't um, predict whether it's 0 one one. I just really really fancy the draw. I don't think there's anything in it for any team. Um, but yeah, I think Dusseldorf on four out of seven games is awful. And yeah. mm-hmm. Union have drawn two at the last four as well, but it's two 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 is the record. Um, I really fancy this at thirteen to five. It was maybe I'm maybe going to put it in my charity, but it's just the odds pure change. Like I mean, I've I basically got two outsiders this week, um, thirteen to five and three one. I really fucking fancy both of them. It'll be a double that I'll put on, and I think it's really really good. We've had, we've picked loads of bets for Germany. Do you know the only thing I'd say about the Dusseldorf Union Berlin game is that Dusseldorf need a result to make sure they're in the relegation playoff instead playoff. of the relegation like the, the if Bremen win and Dusseldorf lose they're automatically relegated as opposed to being in the relegation playoff yeah I've not actually noticed that goal difference score though you're right fucking hell I think I thought Bremen were on 26 uh, I'm, not, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not changing I would, I would change I think it. it'll be a draw I, 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 I wouldn't change I, I think that they're going to try to hammer uh, Union Berlin I think Union Berlin are good enough to hold yeah. up against them I've but looked, that's something that up. maybe take in a note yeah I've only looked up that they can't catch Augsburg but I didn't realise that was a relegation playoff spot I still think it's a draw I still think it's a draw um, yeah well, you look at his face there was, there was, a, there was I'm, pain I'm, in that. I'm sticking with my draw I'm, I'm a bit more concerned with outside with the Bremen Kuhn game but I'm going to stick with a draw yeah stick with a draw there's no way Bremen, Bremen aren't winning that match Fucking hell, that game could be a draw and all. Two, I'm, here, I might be going... Yeah, here, I'm going to add another outsider in there. I think, three outsiders. Hey, 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 you can't, 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 can't be doing this. No, no, no. <laughs> you can do it in the other bet section, right? Oh, right, okay, yeah. right, okay. So we, we track these so that we've got some sort of historical record, John. We can't go just fucking... <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I'm going to oh. take 12 bankers this week. Ooh, that'll, that'll be fun. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> my outsider this week's in the Danish Superliga on Saturday at five o'clock. I am taking bottom of the league, Silkeborg, stranded on 20 points, 13 points behind Lingby, to win 
um, away from home at Sonor Yiska at huge odds of four to one. So Silkeborg haven't been great uh, all season. They're they're very much uh, so the, the Danish league is weird. It splits into three sections. It's split. It's just recently split about a fortnight ago. So you get the top, uh, you get the top teams split off, and then it sort of pyramids out into two relegation groups. Um, it's, it's, it's a bizarre, it's a bizarre way of doing it. But it basically means you play the same teams really thick and really fast because they're in a little group of four. They're in relegation group one. Uh, so they've played Sonor Yiska and Silkeborg. They've played each other several times of late. Um, they played each other. Last week, 21st of June, um, and Sonor Yiska won that game 2-1, but only as a result of uh, Silkeborg being ahead and then getting a man sent off. Uh, so Silkeborg were 1-0 up at halftime. Uh, in the second half, in the 68th minute, they got a man sent off and then conceded two goals in the last 15 minutes to lose 2-1. So they're very, very capable of living via living of matching Sonor Yiska for, for all they've got. Um, if you look, there was a game on the seventh of June where the sides drew two all. So these are these are two closely matched teams that can perform yeah. well with each other. There's no way one of them should be four to one. It's just it's too big a price. Um, I certainly I certainly wouldn't be backing Sonoryiska at odds of two to three or five to eight or whatever they'll be. Like that's that's a terrible bet. So being on the other side of it and taking taking Selkeborg at four to one is something I'm more than happy to do. Yeah, uh, having watched, and they also beat six nil. Yeah, so do you know what I mean? They're not they're not total trash. They can come out and put in a good performance. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched them recently. They're capable, and and lock, I think lockdowns helped them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they've they've came back and they're better than they certainly were before the break. Yeah, um, and but having played this team twice in the last month, and drawing one of them and losing the other one only as a result of going down to ten men. I think four to one's madness. So very, yeah. very happy. Decent. Well, I am uh, back in the Spanish second division for mine, and mine's Malaga versus Girona. Another awful. I, I mean, I only moved to Spain for outsiders because the teams are just dreadful that are playing against each other. They're uninterested in performing at any and for any interesting football. And the head-to-head in this game. Let me just take you through it. The head-to-head in the last three times these teams have met have been 1-0, 0-0, 1-0, right? So there's, there's, it's not a fun game of football to ever be played. They've drawn... Malaga have drawn three out of the last five games. Girona have drawn four out of their last five. I, I can see this game being a one-each draw or a 0-0 draw. It's 2-1. to one. I mean, if you look at the odds for whatever happens in this game, 2-1 to one for a home win, 2-1 to one for a draw, 13-8 to eight for an away win. Right? It's it's it just looks like another miserable game to add to this. Girona's um sorry, Malaga's one of their actually losses instead of draws recently was a 90th minute goal again. So they escaped another draw on their list by an incredibly late goal. I just seen this being one one or nil nil. I, I looked at the brackets for that, and you, know, you can do one nil, one one nil nil two two. It's close to the price of a draw anyway because you're just guarding against three three or four four. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, no, uh, a terrible game of football to avoid watching. However, bet on it, two to one. <laughs> I'm, I'm on it. I, I'll go on that as well. I think it just, it's just so bad. It's terrible. It's just grim. Okay, so that was that's that's our picks. That's us get three each. 
the charity pick, which we've not managed to hit since returning yet. Yeah. But we've got to it every week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, so we need to try and fight. We need to try and figure out where the weak link is before. I mean, nothing we can do. We're going to put the bet on anyway. Um, my charity pick. So it's ten pound of our own money on the treble. One pick each. All the winnings go to Beats and Cancer Trust, which is run by Paul Sheeran just now. And if it doesn't, can we give the the value of whatever we've been losing bets? So if we lost every week of the year for 40 weeks of the season, we'd give 400 quid at the end. I think we've given way over that already this season just due to different winnings that we've had. Yeah. My pick, Aston Villa versus Wolves. I'm taking the away team Wolves, even money, just because of how much I've seen against West Ham. Wolves were amazing at the end. Aston Villa um, against Chelsea, although they took the lead. Chelsea were such a good side in the second half. Um, I, I really think see with them signing Werner. Although having said that, See, since they've brought Giroud into the team, like mm. around February time, instead of Abraham, it's the same thing France done instead of having um, Benzema playing as centre forward. They've just realised that like having like a wall player to bounce off of and having five attacking players right around them is so much more beneficial than having another person that moves the same way as Willian, Pulisic, Pedro, Barkley. Giroud it just, comes to feet and they all run in behind. It's fucking, it works for France. It'll work for Chelsea. Werner, I think, I, I mean, I assume they're saying there's a centre-forward because that's where he plays. But then what? Is that Giroud out? Because Abrahams isn't going to sit there. I, I'd be interested to see what they do. But the flip side to that is the football is fucking really good. I remember seeing that. I remember, I think we talked about it. I remember seeing that tweet when Lampard was in the Chelsea job about two months. And somebody said, Frank Lampard's done the impossible. He's made Chelsea good to watch. Like, uh, yeah, and like, and that, like, that's what it was for me. I was like, oh my God, I can actually watch a Chelsea game and be like, this is all right, actually. It's enjoyable yeah. football. It's not just the same like Mourinho, Ancelotti. It wasn't like the same thing again. He's done a great job. I, really that. good. So it'll be good to see them get on. But the main part being is I thought Aston Villa were fucking dreadful in the two games that I've seen them. And I think the way Wolves are playing... I think I really fancy rules to come out of this. Again, odds might change. I might change my opinion, to be honest, before the weekend. This is Tuesday just now. There's a run of fixtures before that. But I do fancy rules to get the win at Aston Villa. It's a derby as well. Uh, for the charity bet, and this is one of the reasons that I wanted you to to stay quiet earlier, it's Bremen versus Colm. <laughs> <laughs> the German Bundesliga on Saturday at 2.30pm. This is a game that Bremen will be pushing to win. Um, it's also a game that FC Cologne will be keen. Um, they're on thirty-six points. They're, they're not. They're, they're not great. I, I think both teams will score in this game, which you will get at six to ten. I like. I really like that bet because it does tie in with what I was going to say. So that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't want you to ruin it in, in a previous section. I'll be like, oh well, we've already done this. But yeah, yeah if it ties in with your thinking, that is great. Um, yeah, there's been plenty of goals in the team's previous fixtures. Both their defences are poor. Like, let's let's be honest yeah. here. Um, so, I definitely, if you look at uh, FC Cologne's fixtures, certainly both teams have scored in FC Cologne's fixtures as far back as God. When was the last time? The 29th of February was the last time they didn't uh, have a both teams to score in there. Uh, so, yeah, more more than happy that Bremen will be able to score against Cologne and Cologne will have more than enough to score against Bremen. Um, and I think with Bremen having to push in that game, we'll, we'll see goals. Cool. I like that. I like that shout. I am going to Denmark for mine on the charity bet. Uh, I'm taking I a... hate this. 
Okay, so I will reason with you. So Andy doesn't like this because he'd a big priced. I've got New Zealand and Bronby to draw, right? And he doesn't like it because New Zealand were very good last week. They came out for an outsider. And very absolutely. Good. Four months. So New Zealand, Bronby, the last three times they've played have been draws, including two weeks, uh, including just before lockdown when it finished on the 8th of the 3rd, where they drew two each. New Zealand overall have been very good. Um, they lost to Aarhus. They drew um, with FC Copenhagen. They lost to Midtjylland and they beat Silkeberg. Bromby have drawn their last three games as well. Uh, Bromby drew at Aarhus. Bromby drew at Midtjylland. Bromby drew at FC Copenhagen. They're a frustrating team to play against. And that was a home away and home. Uh, the last three times these teams have played have been draws. I think a quite a big price, 11-4. Draw. I like it, but also a lot of the stuff I base this on is fixed against each other. And um, Nordjell and Scud and Olberg and the sit at the same time as Scudded by Olberg. I'm kind of going, uh, it doesn't add up, but then I have they seen... Scud- they weren't scudded by Olberg. They, 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 they lost 3-2. They, they beat 4-0 away. That's, 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 it's a scudding reversal, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. think, so the reason I don't like it is Norgeland are by far and away the form team in this league. I would, I would happily back them to win this fixture at odds of even money. Right. Uh, I, I, I'm not advocating other people do it, but I, I just think if you're looking at all the games possible and trying to pick a winner this weekend, you could easily not go near this game. They're also tied on points. There must, there must be. <laughs> there must be. Be, there must be better. There's better spots. Like if if you're saying it's, it's good, if if you're saying it's good value, the draw, then yeah, maybe it is. Maybe the draw is more likely than the odds that you're getting for it. But that's not the point. The charity bet. We're trying to win it. Yeah, oh, I mean. Yeah. I live in, I live in at four, so I, I had taken my value bet had been quite low down. So with my charity, when I looked at it, I thought, right, I'm going to put something back into the pot here that I've removed from the value section. <laughs> I, think I, would, I think I would feel better about the situation in general if you switched them. Well, if I went value for... Um, for yeah. my 11, <laughs> hold on, my value is 11 to four, my charity is two to one. <laughs> it's, sorry, my, my outsider's two to one. Uh, you might need to change the end around. But, um, <laughs> You know, if you're saying that this is a good bet on a draw because you see there's value in the price, then... I see value in yeah. the price and I see it has happened multiple times when they played each other. Um, they played the last three iterations of this game have ended in a draw. Bromby have been getting draws in their last three games. New Zealand have been very uh, good. Bromby have been scrappy. I mean, two of those draws were nil-nil. Um, the other draw was one all, I think, against Copenhagen and it was late. Copenhagen, yeah. sure thought they had enough to win that because uh, I think Copenhagen even scored late hold on I'll have a look um, Bromby Copenhagen yeah. was so, Copenhagen scored with 10 minutes to go and then uh, Bromby equalised in the 90th minute yes so and that's like there's been they're the only two goals in their last three three full games I just think the way that Norgeland are playing just now and having scudded someone 4-0 if a team is going to be able to score a goal against them it'll be them uh, would, you, would you like a side bet on this uh, on the podcast? I think it's important the two of you do. I yeah, think sure. I'm happy to give you ten I'm, ten beans on I'll have draw and you can have any other. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I make him pick a pick Nordjylland. No, I'll just I'll take that. That's take any other. I'm confident of my drawing position. Yeah, that, well, I mean, it might be a draw. It absolutely, might be. I just think if we're trying to win a treble. That that is such a dodgy pick. Doesn't mean it won't happen. 
Um, it, ju- it just, you know, there's just there's better spots, man. In, in in my opinion, but I hope for the sake of the chat, it's win win for me now. Yeah, you know, if it does, in I get a tenner off Gordon and bragging rights, and if it does come in, we hopefully win a charity bit. We've been getting to it a free, and I think we know which one Andy thinks is going to be the failure this week. Yeah, that's <laughs> it of this week. <laughs> so it's I, one out of three this week. Mine is the only one that comes up. Aston Villa versus Wolves away win, even money. Bremen versus FC Cologne, both teams to score. North Zealand Bronby draw eleven to four. That is the charity bet. So I'll add in. So what I was going to say uh, during the outsider was I actually really fancy a double bet now that I've looked more detail at the scores in the German league. Uh, Union Dussel- Union Berlin versus Dusseldorf and Bremen versus Kuhn. I actually fancy both teams to score and draw in both games. Um, there's been four score draws in Dusseldorf seven. So their four draws have been score draws. Kuhn, I've had three 2-2 draws since returning. That's a mix of home and away. So I really fancy two draws and I fancy both teams to score in them because both teams have something to do, I guess. Um, that's how I think that'll go. I also just like the draw in both games. Um, you're getting like three to one on both them to be draws individually. So I quite just, fancy that. I've just noticed literally right behind my iPad just now, this guy. It's the Bronby mascot. The Bronby bear. <laughs> Bro- yeah, Bronby bears. bear, as he's known. <laughs> He's just he's just sitting there, just waiting on a draw. <laughs> so that was this week's picks. Guys, huge thanks for all the, the info on the Facebook group. There's been some fucking tremendous bets going on that. Because this is, this is really the first time. See, because I'm currently in lockdown and also unemployed, it's the first time I've really been able to sit down and actually see what's happening in the Facebook group. There's yeah. so much fucking information. <laughs> to, to highlight a few, um, Craig Begg, uh, getting Campanile five to one uh, for his, he uh, got that as his. I think it was his five pound free bet for uh, at the thirteen fifteen Royal Ascot, which was good. Uh, and then yeah, um, Andy, you had a lot of good um, kind of betting advice. We did well for, at Ascot, yeah, yeah, at Royal Ascot again. Um, I'm trying to find my favourite one of the whole week was where is he? David Kelly, Esco- having. A tenor on three like late night teams that came in clearly in the morning. Like when you woke up, oh, there's fifty five quid in my account. So congrats on that again as well. Kieran Hennessy, uh, Man City Arsenal correct score. That's another good one. Big thumbs up from me. Um, yeah, and and some other ones as well in there um, to boot. And uh, also big shout out to um, Jacob Feldman who has successfully got himself out of Panama. So well done. <laughs> That's yeah, the- what the fuck? Yeah, so uh, congrats, and he's in his hotel room for two weeks. So I mean, he's got this looking, looking through some looking through some stuff. So I'll be cash. What, looking to see what uh, Jacob comes up with, and also what Jared's doing. Um, his oh, the golf has been brilliant. Yeah, he's picks for, for the last for the last two weeks. Generally, in the market of top twenty finishes have been really really good. So um, if you've got time to do one this week, I look forward to reading that. Definitely. And again, another plug, we've been doing midweek episodes, we've been doing UFC episodes, we'll continue to do these videos out on Patreon. Guys, you want to join the Patreon, it's $5 to support, $10 to get some extra content, and $15 for all the extra stuff. All the sports look like they're opening up again, so we will be pushing stuff more and more. Jared Warren has come back, so we really appreciate that. We appreciate the, the 10 people that have continued to support us throughout this whole thing, because it's kept our licensing and rent, because we still have to pay for our studio, even though we're fucking not allowed yeah. in it. Um, so it's kept all our costs ticking over. We really appreciate it. 
keep enjoying the Facebook group, guys, because we, we, we said this since day one, and I think when we first started doing a betting podcast, everyone was quick to shoot down when you get stuff wrong, and it's like, I think you said it as well, Andy, the, the common enemy is not us against you. It's uh, always totally. try to take money at the bookies. Which we've been doing. Yeah. So, good success, and we've got a good community on the go now, and obviously we've got that also. Uh, share the podcast with your friends. If you can support us for five dollars a month on the Patreon, that it's it's so appreciated. Uh, but get out there, get us shared, um, and let's have another good week. And to find all our links, content, or to get in touch, just visit tramplebit.com. Yep. Have a good weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. Podcast Network.